Hey, welcome to the Accelerate uh, Podcast. Uh, you're welcome, America. We're going to do a couple of shorter segments, half hour piece. I, I can already hear America celebrating this or rioting in the streets. Maybe they're mad if they're rioting in the streets. But uh, I'm Chris, got Joe with me, and Paul. How are you guys doing? I am appalled and disgusted. <laughs> About what? <laughs> I just saw this from a friend. Mrs. Butterworth has a Fruity Pebbles flavored syrup. Yeah, gross. Dope. We, we've gone too far. Yeah, they're trying to mix all the foods. Don't mix the foods. Keep it separate. Oh, okay, geez. I'm going down a bad path. Um, when it comes yeah, to like, food... I don't, I don't believe in your... Uh, <laughs> yeah. your separatist views yes. on, uh, on food. Yeah, yeah, just when it comes to food, F-O-O-D, not people, you know, you know, stop mixing stuff. It just, like, I went to a food festival. They, they kind of canceled after COVID, uh, but they had, like, the top food from each state. It was fun. They got to eat a bunch of different stuff. But half the foods there was just mixing stuff. It was like, let's have fish tacos. I'm like, why? Why would well, we fish tacos fish are good. Taco? Oh, ugh. You should have came with me. You could have been the only one who's eating fish tacos. <laughs> um, my you, do you daughter, hate chicken tacos? Oh yeah, chicken tacos are great, but that's more common. Fish tacos were just making up crap. Um, <laughs> my daughter. It's not like it's a Twinkie taco um, or something. Do you, do you understand that at some point, all yeah. foods was just somebody making something up? <laughs> I know. Do you understand that? That there's just some cave person who's just like, I'm going to put this bush on top of this meat. Chris we'll is going to give us his reasons. There should be three foods and no more. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I pick topics. I got stuff going on in my life. We're not going to get there. I got stuff going on in my life where I, I can't be canceled tonight. Next week, sure. You know. All right. But I, I don't want to get canceled tonight. But all right. So, um, don't mix your foods together. And again, food, don't say I'm saying that about anything else. Um, the main cast. Now, I haven't watched the main cast this year. I don't know. I've, I've got a life. I, that sounds mean. Sorry, Manning's. But uh, they're fun. I mean, what they do, they bring these guys on, they give them a hard time. Uh, Joe Burrow came on. And, you know, they can't just ask about football. They're trying to have fun with it. So they bring out this video and this is interesting um this is a girl who was um she did a viral video and I looked her up she's actually a, a reds in-game announcer so they'll usually have like a woman uh share fun announcements during part of the game so this girl is no it's not like you know one of us just did a video about joe burrow it sounded like he said or she said that Joe Burrow was ugly. Um, her quote in the video was, I go for ambition, not looks. And Joe Burrow says during the main cast, hey, it sounds like I'm being called ugly there, if you ask me. Eli said, hey, you're ambitious. She's complimenting your ambition, I think. Burrow says, hey, yes, I am ambitious. And Peyton Manning joked, no doubt about that. No one can ever say you're not ambitious, Joe. Don't ever let them take that away from you, buddy. And Bruce says, Thank, thanks, Peyton. 
So what do you think? Um, I love the dramatic reading of that, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and considering the fact that I'm about ready to fall over, I, uh, I'm dramatic reading while I'm hurt, so props to me. Uh, this is great. I, I just know. think we need to normalize people filming themselves after they have wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Can we, that can just we needs to be like a requirement. That? No, we need to stop. We need to stop this. Well, there is such a thing as over-documenting things. Like we, that's something I, I don't. We don't need. You don't need to do that to yourself. You're not. You're not doing it because you're gonna say something really wise. You know, it's always like I'm gonna catch myself doing the stupidest possible thing, and saying and ridiculous grateful. things. And is this real life? Like this is whenever we're over medicated. Okay. Well, in history, everything too. So she puts out a tweet. And she says, hey, and she's like, hey, after further review, and she goes to third person. She says, Haven Wolf, which is her name, never called Jobo ugly. She says, pretty and talented. You didn't use the video right. So I'm not sure if they're saying they didn't use the whole video or something. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I But see, here's the thing. And Joe, you said this. Okay, we can say whatever we want, but if we're not putting it online, when you put it online, you expose yourself to, you know, ridicule, right? Yeah. If this were earlier days of the of the internet, going viral would translate into having somebody make a uh, a remixed song version of what you said. Yeah, yeah. With repeats and all this other stuff, like that's that's what would have happened before. We've gotten lazy as an internet society. <laughs> Nobody is making a song out of these videos anymore, and that's a shame. And just think how close we've come to probably being featured on a main cast. Maybe we should talk about NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, maybe that's what we're missing. So we could talk about NFL quarterbacks, tag Eli and Peyton. Hopefully, maybe they'll bring us up next time. Maybe bring some NFL quarterback on. I'm, I don't know I, if I, I want that. I'm fully ready and aware that there will be millions of people like that guy's ugly. Like no argument. I got no defense for this. Did you see? I think it was right before the second Bengals. Uh, Sealers game. If I had it, I would point it out. I saw this picture going around Sealers Twitter of like Joe Burrow with long hair and like um, Kane Pickle with long hair. It looked like female versions of them. Oh, it was so creepy. Oh, yeah. Like the, yeah. They took yeah. their oh, doing coaches and like how many beers would you have to drink to, to hit <laughs> oh, on yeah. this person? Yeah. <laughs> and for oh. a second, I just kind of looked and said, oh, who is cuter? You know, Kenny Pickett or Joe Burrow. Ugh, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the coaches is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Fem <laughs> <laughs> like Tomlin is, is kind of scary thoughts. So. Uh, um, I I don't know. So, I, I mean, I guess to me, the practical thing I would take away from this is, and again, we sound very hypocritical because we're putting up, what, seven hours of podcasts each week where we have no filter on what we say. So 
you know, we're, we'll do what we say, not what we do. But she's posting online. You lose a little bit of your moxie if you post online, right? You're kind of at the mercy of what people think you said, right? A little bit. And even if she thinks Joe Burrow's ugly, so what? Who cares? Well, well here's the other thing. She works for the Cincinnati Red. She's an in-game announcer. Now, obviously, Joe well, Burrow was part Bengals. of what they. That wasn't part of what they brought up, though. Right, but I, I guess what I'm saying is, if you work in the sports industry, does that make you nervous if you get brought up talking about another athlete? Because, hey, it was funny. Joe Burrow was nice about it. Joe Burrow said, "Ah, you know, I mean, it was all done jokingly. They weren't trying to make the poor girl look bad." But man, wouldn't that kind of freak you out? Right. She already she already went to the trouble of making herself look bad in the beginning. Right. Like I'm gonna film myself while I'm high. Literally. I'm high yeah, on post op medication and I'm gonna take some video of myself and post it to if the Kenny Pickett takes us to the Super Bowl. I don't care if he looks like the elephant man. Well, yeah. I, I would know. think that would make it difficult to throw accurately. <laughs> Yes. It was like the sh- one shoulder was kind of like, <laughs> that's not good. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't think of him as a mobile quarterback, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I so, that, so I'm talking about a quarterback now. Uh, the Elephant Man is an immobile quarterback. He's a pocket <laughs> passer. I mean, probably somebody's... not that accurate. I'm feeling bad for the poor girl, but then you know, at the same time, if you don't post on social, it would be like us. If anybody ever questioned something we did, I mean, in some ways I feel bad, but I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I post online. It's, it's kind of on me. You know what I mean? If you don't want something to be said, then don't post online, right? I would, I have to agree with that. Once you've put, like, we, we, we've gotten into the habit of posting things online so so much that we kind of feel like, well, no, this is just my private journal, but it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've done that. this, and so, I mean, what do, you, what do you want the rest of us to do? I am just currently personally marveling at the fact that I never thought that in tonight's podcast I would be talking about the value of the Elephant Man as a pocket-passing quarterback. <laughs> yes, That's, yes. What I could not have prepared myself for the hot take that I just put out to the internet. Well, and here's the issue, too. We do this so late most times. We had to kind of change some stuff around based on schedules for the past couple weeks. But like tonight, I'm so tired, I'm forgetting what I'm saying even a minute ago. So who knows what it's going to be like the next day. Next week, I'll so, by the end of the sentence, I no longer. Yes. At the end of the sentence, I no longer remember what I started saying. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Which is where was I going with that? Nowhere. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay, so here's the other uh, story we're going to talk about in this segment. Um, I guess the new Avatar movie comes out this weekend. Yeah. Three well, hours. I suppose. And... I'm not going, but three hours and twelve minutes. Three hours. It might as well be six minutes. hours. I... Uh, am I the only person on the planet yes. who thought the first one was painfully, painfully boring? No, I never watched Avatar, and I'll be honest, I, I watched. I it. regret watching it. I, I okay. as well. Uh, there are movies I wish that I had never watched, and that's one of them. I'd rather, re- and I've watched Birdemic. Yes, 
I watched watched Birdemic and I regret watching Avatar. That's higher on my list of movies that I regret. You don't want to know how many times I've watched Birdemic. I really don't. That is not a number I want to know. Because if it's more than one, and I know that it is, uh, it's too many. Well, that director who became infamous, you know, when he was ripped by um, the actress from the movie, if they would have just painted the birds blue, Mm -hmm. you really miss all the things in that movie. The color of the birds was not (laughs) on the high my highest list of things. I, you're allowed to be disturbed by whatever you want to be disturbed by the uh, the like 15 minute. Uh, tracking shot of the car driving at the beginning. Yes. That was far more concerning to me. Do you guys have general concerns about movies based on their length? I mean, to me, Sometimes, it depends on yes. how good. Yes. Okay. There are movies that, you know, are 80 minutes and I could have, I wish I had three hours of it. But mm. there, I got to be honest. Most of the movies that are more than three hours, I wish there were less was less of it. And there's right. a lot of them that I go, this was two to three movies. This was really three movies that I just watched. And most of those, I would say, are Marvel movies. Like if I'm watching Endgame, if I'm watching uh, Infinity War, there are multiple movies <laughs> in that. And that's because I, I feel it. I, I'm a, I've studied screenwriting. I'm a playwright. Like uh, I've studied this stuff to the point where I'm watching something and I have a sense of, oh, that's the act one climax. Oh, we're transitioning into this. Oh, now we're going through the moment of the dark night of the soul before we go into the the, the major crisis. You know, it's like I just feel it. And so I'm watching this movie going, oh, this is a climax. This really isn't an act two like journey moment. This is really the end of the first film. And then we move into the second film and then we watch all of that and it's over three hours long. And I guarantee you that's what it's going to be like with, uh, with Avatar. Well, I felt that way with, I felt that way with Titanic. You, and there's uh, other James like Cameron the movies. The first Avatar, there's going to be a climax moment. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, climax moments are relative. For the story <laughs> that's being told, this is the climax of that because it's about the showdown between you know, the hero and the person that's set up as the villain. So once you have that, that showdown, you're like, Oh, okay, that happened. But now we're going to go into more stuff and we're going to show, have a showdown with them again. Like you even think of um, what's the Marvel movie with the, with James Spader, where he was the robot guy. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. They have a huge showdown with Ultron. And then they leave that, and then they go have another huge showdown with Ultron. Like, that's you, you just had two of them. Like, why are you, if you're going to have two of them, you have to have three. Like, there's all kinds of storytelling rules and senses that you have of these things. And then you just had two, and it really just feels like two movies. That's my whole point of that is that this is going to just feel like it's two movies tacked together, stapled together poorly. I Bottom agree line is, I will watch Birdemic five more times before I even think about going to see yeah, Avatar. Sure. At least well, five more times. Oh, Jim Cameron. No, and I agree with you guys. Like, Avatar has got no interest for me, and especially when it was three hours and 21 minutes. But 
here's the other thing. When it comes to, like, dramatic, you know, high-action shows, like in TV, I like Prison Break. I like 24 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, a good show like that, you can sit there and watch. You know, we talk about, you know, streaming or, you know, those shows. I'm with you. It's got to take a really, really great uh, movie for me to last a couple hours. But if I'm doing nothing, I could sit there and watch a whole season of 24 and not think anything of it. I'm wondering, is it because the content's better? Like, why can we stream a whole season of a great TV show and not think anything of it? Where with a movie, we're like, oh, over two hours, bad, bad. When we're you're like, the well, because when you watch, yeah, when you're at home, you can pause it. And goes back. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's a big thing. You also you also have the opportunity to check out at a certain moment to say, oh, "Okay, I don't want to watch the next one," or "I know what's coming up, coming two episodes from now, so I want to leave that arc for later." Like, there's a couple of series that I like to watch, but I've watched them enough, and I know the I know the arc of the seasons. And like, oh, this episode is coming up. I need to stop now so that when I start watching it again, it'll lead into this really cool moment. Um, yeah, there's something about being trapped in a room and not being able to take a bathroom break on my time now. Now that we watch stuff like that all the time, three-hour movies are just hard to get through. And um, Avatar if you're two at home, there's too many things that interrupt. It. What's that? Avatar 2 could be 15 minutes. I'm still not watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely true. The fr- I think the reason that first one was so big, because that was really the first of this massive scale CGI, where now it's like, take a number. Like, yeah. The, every movie is like that. So there, it, I think it's lost but you that. Don't, like, but wow. you, don't feel like, you don't feel like he's on the verge of doing something like that again? I don't care. <laughs> I know. Nor, nor do I really. But, you know, to your point, though, what made the first Avatar something a, a something worth going to see was, uh, well, and this was true of, of most James Cameron's films. Uh, you know, God love him. Most of his films are an exercise in developing new technology, which will become standard for later movies. That's his entire career. The, the things that they used in Titanic, the things that they use in Avatar, that the the spiraling cost of those things usually has to do with the technology that they're investing in that then later in other movies won't cost anything because they had they developed it during the James Cameron movie. I mean, so unless this, he's gonna stand in front of me and spit water on me, I, I don't know what would like be this. I've yeah. got to You don't this. know. What? <laughs> Here's the other thing with Titanic. I how do I say this? Dating my well, no, was dating my wife at the time. We were at a dorm alone. You know, you okay? How do I say this? I'll be weird. The long it's hard. (laughs) Yes, because I never watched Titanic. Watching so, somebody draw somebody like one of his French girls. Yeah, right, right. It, it wouldn't have happened, 
my wife's like, oh, we you got to cover your eyes. And then so she covers my eyes, which is nice. We were dating, and I guess we had a moment then. But I'm like, why have to cover my eyes? Well, there's a naked girl in there. I'm like, what? And it was like I wanted to see a naked girl on Titanic. I was surprised that there was a naked girl on Titanic, and it, it was just weird. So It was so crazy that that was a PG-13 movie, yes, and you. it had frontal nudity. Yeah, I mean, it's I wondered. It was the craziest thing. I wanted to see it, not that I wanted to see the front of nudity, but I'm like, what? There's nudity in this movie? I, I don't quite understand. So why I bring that up is, yeah, Titanic was way too long a movie, but my wife covered my eyes enough where the movie seemed a lot less time because I didn't really get to see that much of it. Because <laughs> she kept saying, oh, don't look at this, don't look at that. I don't know. From the, moment really that it hit the, from the moment that it hits the iceberg to the time that it goes down, that's supposed to be how long it actually took. Mm, okay, but the film that includes all of that stuff before it hits the thing, <laughs> and then the old lady throwing the thing in the water again, and you're like, you saved that thing for eighty years, yeah, and now you're gonna throw it in the water. What the heck is wrong with you? Yes. You even know that all these, the whole reason this boat is here, the whole reason you are out here, is that they are looking for that thing. How dare you? See, I, I know a movie's bad when by the end of it, I am rooting for her to push Jack off that door and just let him freeze to death. That's what I know. Like, I took my kid years ago, I took my kids oh, to I'll see. Be the whole time I'm going, Jack, don't do it. Like, why are you saving this chick? I took my kids to see Happy it, Feet 2 in the theaters. I love penguins. I was right. actively, after 30 minutes, actively rooting for them to just die. Wow. Like, just die already. Well, and you well, just know as a children's film that's not likely to happen. Well, and, and think about this too. If you're rooting for tragedy to happen today, you're a monster. I mean, you're you should be, you know, if arrested you to Paul Yenchek. He is a monster. <laughs> Have you right. seen Happy Feet too? But what I'm thinking nope. is Titanic. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Titanic you know, two. Well, it's very, it's an older movie. Well, Titanic happened a long time ago. You know, probably everybody who was on that ship has died one way or another. So is it okay to root for Titanic to go down? I mean, I, I got a, uh, sorry, it was like, you know, watching a good Steelers defense making a good hit on somebody. Well, they call it a splash play. Like when, that when Titanic splashed, I got really excited. It was wonderful. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, that, no. was, that actually happened, though. <laughs> that and I went into the film knowing right. this is what happens. But you kind of start pumping your fist like, yeah, I hit the iceberg. Wow, what yeah, a great take spot. That. Take that, Titanic. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Right. And, no, and, I was know, cheering when Jack started bubbling down in the ocean. That, uh, that, was, okay. that was my moment. Oh, <laughs> How dare you? I mean, that, that, that's that's a whole rant about that movie. I, I get, you know, the, the historical significance of it, but it made so much stinking money because you've got 13-year-olds. Right. The 13-year-old girls want to go see Leo. The 13-year-old boys want to see what Leo's drawing. And right. yeah, they're going to go back three times a week. Think about the most paused moments in movies. They kind of talk about that when you see a naked person or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's probably the scene where 
uh, Kate Winslet was being drawn. For me and Paul, my most positive moment was when it struck the iceberg. Oh, it was wonderful to see. <laughs> Just winded back. And she's yeah. yeah, take that. When, when Jack was, you know, going into the water and, you know, going down, Paul oh, he paused when, out. When he's yeah. Going all the way down. And and like, the moment back. They're in the, the motel and you see the bottom oh, of her no. feet. No, oh. the motel scene is so gross. Oh. It's black like that. nature of you just, you just know that the rug in that place is a shag carpet and it has never been vacuumed. I probably, no matter how so long gross, we do this man. podcast, if I think of the five worst questions I've ever asked, asking her about the feet in the carpet i think i got asked about that i'm like why did i say that oh man it's so gross it's I'm legitimate that that's unnatural <laughs> yeah but i sound like and have your feet look like that and so ugh. yeah but there's a bunch it was of unnatural yeah there's a bunch of weird people online that love yeah i'm not accusing any of us of doing this but there's a bunch of Weird people who look at women's feet online and everything. When I asked about that, I kind of felt like I was lumping myself in with those people. So, mm. no, it was a legitimate question. Why are you indoors and your feet are pitch black? I mean, oh. that, that's not a fetish. That's a legitimate question. Oh, why? Well, I mean, I have all the questions, all the cinematography questions. Like, why are you? How did? How did somebody in yeah. continuity not spot that she had totally black feet? Why would you not like retake that shot? You know, you're assuming that somebody was concerned about continuity. In I, I definitely am assuming that. Because right. then you have the guy, actually the, think. the guy in the restaurant singing his song about hanging out with his family, and somebody's sure. hitting on somebody else. It's a family party, and somebody's hitting on somebody. <laughs> this is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I'm glad that it wasn't three hours and 12 minutes long because I'm not watching anything that's three hours and 12 minutes long anymore <laughs> by choice. All right. I just can't do it. It's too long. It's too long, especially right. for Avatar. Well, we got two other segments. And I, the, the wall is coming close to me right now, so <laughs> we need to get to the two segments before I, I truly hit that wall. So uh, for Paul and Joe, this is Chris. Hey, we got a bunch more stuff coming on. Uh, stay tuned. Have a great night. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope to learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.